Hey guys, and welcome back to the Football In-Laws Podcast. My name is Caleb, and I'm joined always by my co-host, Mr. Justin Haynes. How are you doing today? What's going on, Caleb? I'm a little tired. Take Monday off. Tuesday is going to feel uh, feel like Monday. Hey, that's how it goes. I'm pretty tired myself. We got a little late start to this one because I was plumb past the hell out. Been working a little <laughs> overtime the past couple of days, so it's been whooping me. Yep. Work every time, every week. But, hey, we got to make that money somehow. So, if anybody right, wants re- to send us money, they can. Just saying. Oh, oh. <laughs> you ready to see if I can beat last week's quickest recap? Uh, let's do it. But first and foremost, uh, how how do we do with our picks this week? Do you got that by? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you that after I go through this because this is going to be quick. I like a quickie. <laughs> Call me RG3. I come oh, with the quips. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thursday night was a bummer. 12 to 9 in overtime. Colts beat the Broncos. Snooze fest. Over in London, we finally sent two teams over there with winning records. Uh, also, fun fact both of these teams were uh, around before the Queen was alive. So, interesting. Wow. Uh, that's yeah. surprising. Very. Uh, the Giants beat the Packers 27 22. Somehow, um, that's crazy as can be. It was close. I'm still irritated. I don't. I we're not going to start talking about cable packages and not getting in the phone network. Yeah, I was pretty bummed out when I didn't have anything either. It's lame. Uh, Bills 38 to three. Josh Allen threw like a 105 yard touchdown pass. It only counted as a 98 yard. <laughs> not surprising though. I mean, they Long. came in there and whooped him. It's where the ball will snap, not where he releases it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chargers beat the Browns 30 to 28. Vikings beat the Bears 29 to 22. The Patriots with third string Bailey Zappi. Yeah, they actually they absolutely killed the Lions. And it makes you wonder, like, what the hell is going on there for a third string quarterback to go in and do all that? But it wasn't just him. Their running back, uh, Stevenson, really stepped up, especially after Damon Harris went down. Uh, he had 25 carries for 161 yards. So no, he just. Not- Let's not Ooh. let's not kill them. Let's go to Chili's and uh, Zappy Hour, baby. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh Saints my beat goodness. the Seahawks, thirty-nine, thirty-two. The Jets beat the Dolphins, who are also on a third-string quarterback, forty to seventeen. Mm-hmm. I'll wait and see how that goes later in the season. The Buccaneers and the Falcons, twenty-one, fifteen. We're going to talk about this game here in a little bit. Texans beat the Jaguars for like the third, four straight time, thirteen to six. Love to see it. Forty-niners. Uh, beat the Panthers 37-15. Real quick, back to the Texans. We all now have seen every NFL team win a game this year. Woo-hoo. Woo! Uh, Cowboys beat the Rams. Cooper Rush undefeated. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Eagles beat the Cardinals 20-17. Ravens beat the Bengals 19-17. And Adairis took an L last night in Monday Night Football. What a game that was. Travis Kelsey absolutely demolished. Shout out to him for single-handedly winning my fantasy team this week because <laughs> I was looking real worried for a second. It came down to I was down by 20 points. Uh, the guy I was playing had Darren Waller. I had Travis Kelsey. Darren Waller went down early, and Travis Kelsey just absolutely had the best game of the season. So, While we're at it, good times. Shout, out, shout out Luke and uh, Josh Jacobs. What, what? <laughs> Got that dynasty dub on him. All right, Caleb, the reason I said we're going to do our picks a little later is because uh, we tied. We tied this time. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What we do? Eleven and five. Oh my goodness! The differences were 
You had the Saints. I had the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. You had the Rams. I had the Cowboys. Okay. You had the Ravens. I had the Bengals. All right. And you had the Raiders, and I had the Chiefs. <laughs> and we still matched a tie, huh? In 11-5. Shout out to my grandma because she actually went 12-4, uh, and four, so she did better than both of us. That's terrible. Well, <laughs> Caleb, you owe me $5, so you want to make a bet? Sure. All right, let's bet that money that I beat you in week six. Okay. All right, I'll send you over the picks later. Sounds good to me. Yeehaw. Okay, let's talk about what roughing the passer is. Lay it on me. Tom Brady, was that roughing the passer? Absolutely not. Last night, was that a fumble by Derek Carr or roughing the passer? I can't remember the exact play, honestly. But I'd have a, to I had to guess that it's probably not rough in the passer. <laughs> it was a fumble. It was a bad call. It was a real bad call. Uh so I guess they're just taking everything like super, super serious mm-hmm. over to his injury. But we're we're talking about one instance and everybody's freaking out about it when we could have just calmed down. What it is is people are probably scared to lose their jobs now because they set a principle that uh, this one guy who plays a intense game called football where injuries happen, the um, person on the medical team, I guess, who diagnosed him and stuff and said he was good to go, got fired immediately after all this stuff started happening. So I'm sure these refs are scared for their jobs now. Okay, so the people NFL PA – is the reason they got lost his job. Apparently, NFL was going to keep him. Mm-hmm. That makes um, sense then. But now they've made the new rule where if the person in the box sees gross motor instability, I think is the word. Mm-hmm. Once they flag you for that, you are done for the day. And I think it it can help in the long run for some players, especially after what happened to Tua. It's gonna, it's but gonna it's be some... so weird because I'm gonna, I'm gonna go straight to the other side. You're gonna have a guy that literally gets the wind knocked out of him, just lay on the ground so they don't get flagged for that. Yeah, it's, it's some. And bullshit. the trainers are gonna come out and be like, "Yo, I can't breathe right now. I'm not concussed, mm-hmm. but I'm not leaving this football game. I just need to lay here for a minute." Yeah, I mean, I it's yeah. Obviously, so like people are going to get hurt. It's one of those things. I think they even said Teddy Bridgewater was good to go, but they just wouldn't let him play. And I don't, I don't like that part of the rule. Like I like the fact that we can. I mean, we watched it on Thursday Night Football. Russell took. I mean, he was an idiot. Let's go ahead and just clear. <laughs> Both those teams are idiots. They don't need to be. But he took teams. he took that hit, like he was going to make an impact on the play. Mm-hmm. And immediately went to the tent. They ruled that he was good. But then you saw like four guys, and you could tell one of them was not in any way affiliated with the Broncos. Just Mm -hmm. watching the replay over and over and over again. And then they pulled him back into the tent and said, now we have to, you know, we have to look at your shoulder. You passed the the head test, but like your impact was – we got to look at something else. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the best way to go about it. And Amazon Prime Video, shout out to them. They did a really good job of showing us how that process went along. Huh. I was still yet to see a video 
on where Teddy Bridgewater was deemed to have gross motor instability. Uh, it's just one of those things, I guess. Uh, they, you know, Prime Video probably got a lot of complaints last week when they kept showing to his injury over and over and over and over again. So maybe well, they were trying to make up for it. Yeah, but then the the Bridgewater thing, like, if you're gonna do this with the gambling and money involved in the NFL, you've got to show us the audience where he is getting pulled from the game for. Yeah, give give everybody some context so they're not sitting on their edge of their seat wondering what the hell's going on. We as fans deserve to know yeah, well, as well. If it's going to be quiet, you already see where I'm going with it because I brought up gambling. Like, that Tom Brady flag was – of course, it was Jerome Boger who threw it. So, I mean, this is just ridiculous because he's the, he's one of the worst head officials in the league. Mm-hmm. But – that game right there should have been Atlanta Atlanta ball right after that play. I mean, he even knew that it wasn't a roughing the passer. He's just glad he got it because they got the win. Yeah, I mean, when a quarterback themselves realize an error, you know something's wrong. Yeah, because the same hit happened on Lamar Jackson, no flag. Same hit happened on Patrick Mahomes twice last night, no flag. Mm-hmm. Um. And I thought it'd be thrown on on uh, Patrick or for Patrick Mahomes. He's you know he's the next Brady according to the Madden football games. Yep. So you would think that one person gets calls, all of them are, but that just shows that the the refs are different. They have a really hard job. Mm-hmm. We need to figure out what the flag is and what the flag is. And I feel like over time, uh, stuff will get addressed more and more, and we'll come to a realization of what an ideal rough in the passer call will be, but it may be next week. It may be next month. It may be next year. We just don't know. All I know is come to start next season, I guarantee there's going to be five or six new rules or changes. Yeah. And it's just right now there's too many rules mm-hmm. um, and too many changes that they do every year. It's hard to keep up as a fan. You just show up and watch the games. Yep. Uh, well, Caleb, do you have anything for the corner? Well, I'll go ahead and jump into the corner here. Um, the only thing I really got is how frustrated NFL players get that they take things way too far. And last night's game, Devontae Adams Fuck got that a little camera, too, Bro, he got too pissed off. <laughs> I, I think he slammed his helmet down at one point because of a, some certain calls later in the game. But he just, for whatever reason, this cameraman literally doing his job. I don't even think he was a cameraman. He might have been holding a mic up or something like that. Just shoves him to the ground for no reason. I mean, just because you're an NFL star doesn't mean you can do whatever you want. Because now, like, you could literally be facing assault charges, honestly. And he's going to be facing a suspension from the NFL, guarantee. And, I mean, it's a bad look. It's a bad look. And uh, that's the frustration of, I left Green Bay for this. Mm Mm-hmm. And I agree, they need to start force-feeding him the ball. Yeah, yeah, they need to do something. Because that one pass that he caught from Derek Carr where he was just running up in the pocket and just launched it, mm-hmm. that was all Devontae Adams saying, I'm about to punk this safety, which he mm-hmm. did. And as soon as he did it, he just went like – he just threw his hand in there and just – he didn't even look back. He threw his hand in there and just took off. Yep. And I mean, then when he, he looked ball. up, when he looked up, the ball was in the breadbasket, so – Yep, and he was overthrown a few times too. <clears throat> but you can't let your emotions get the better of you because that's what leads to shit happening. 
I mean, yeah, if I you're agree. anybody else in the world and you just randomly shove somebody to the ground, you know, you're in fucking jail. Yeah. You're, you're at least getting a charge press. Exactly. All so, right. That sucks. Um, fantasy wise, I got I'm four and one in my league with me. We're we're doing <laughs> oh, good. I haven't heard an update from that in a while. That's four and one. Pretty nice. Yeah, one and four in our league. Uh made a trade, traded away Devontae Adams. Well, uh, got Josh Jacobs, Alan Lazard. Uh, both of them got me a touchdown this week, so they're mm-hmm. doing exactly what I traded them to do. Still lost, though, uh, right? Still lost. I was playing the guy who traded me those two players, so I gave him Devontae Adams. He's a little stacked. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. In the long uh, run, it helps. Your win helped me out because now there's three or four of us that are really close to the bottom of the standings. Mm-hmm. And if I could just pull off a couple of dubs here. I'll be all right, but I'm going into the biggest bye week challenge I think my team has. And uh, who do you uh, play this week? It's week six, isn't it? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'll be, yeah. Yes, sir. And I don't so, think I have anybody on my bye week. Of course, we got to cheers to another hard-fought week. Yes, shout sir. out, Shout out Miller time. <laughs> um. Yes, so this week I have Brandon Cooks, so Houston's on a bye. Tennessee Titans are on a bye. Las Vegas Raiders are on a bye. And that's one, two, three players in my starting lineup and one bench player. Well, I I hope the best to you, sir. I mean, the way my running backs have been playing, you've got a good shot. Well, that's what's – that's what's kind of funny. I am now starting Ken Walker the third because Rashad Penny took a season-ending, what was it, broken tibia? It was something so. like that. Uh, hope for a speedy recovery there. Mm-hmm. He's a good running back. He just – he always gets nicked up. Mm-hmm. I don't – I don't. it's just the injury bug, but he's he's such a good running back when healthy. Mm-hmm. I'll – I'll trade you for Kenneth Walker. Maybe we can discuss that later. Who I want? Who am I getting? Well, we can discuss it later. <laughs> no, let's let's air it out. I don't know. I had to. I had to do a deep dive. See, probably receiver. The trade doesn't I, even know his team. I know my team. I just have plenty <laughs> of receivers, and I got to make a good negotiable call. Well, um, to be continued. There you go. Um, in this league, we no longer have an undefeated team. They lost to uh, a team in their division. Shout out, Allen. Um, hope to get him on the pod here soon. That'd be dope. Uh, Chris was supposed to come on today. He forgot about it. That's okay. We were all running late anyways. Yeah, it's good. I told him next week we'll try for it. Um, Evan's back in town. Shout out, Evan and Amber. Good old honeymoon. Gotta love it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so in our dynasty league here, Caleb, mm-hmm. I don't know how, but Josh Jacobs brought me back from, from the dead and I am now two and three and not one and four in two leagues. I think I might be two and three as well. My dynasty league has just taken a turn for the worse. All my players seem to just be absolutely depressing. I mean, how, how is this for luck? Last week, I got completely destroyed by a guy who is questionably one of the worst teams. 
but I I I lost. Well, uh, not last six. week. This is not last week. This is the week before. I lost 184 to 137. That mm. same guy this week with the same team put up 94 points. Ouch. How does that happen? How does he play me, make 180 points, and the very next week gets 94 points with the same exact team? Well, it's a good question, but there's six teams, three in each division, that are two and three. Well, at least everyone's keeping it close. There's one team that's one and four, one team that's four and one, one team that's three and two, and uh, Nick is oh. Is he is he over in our other league? He's got to be over, right? In the dynasty league, he should be four and zero. He's in the main league. He's over. He's he's over five, and he's five and zero in the dynasty league. How does that make any sense? That's why he's in the dynasty league. He built the squad, mm-hmm. and that's why we had him on the first episode of the guest because uh, he's two time dynasty league champ. He knows how to run a dynasty, but not a main league. <laughs> Well, if he'd show up for the draft, he might draft better. It could help a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay, Caleb, uh, do you have anything else? Uh, nothing much. Um, some games to look at this week. Um, another kind of embarrassing Thursday night football game with the commies and bears. Uh, I hope for a little bit better game, um, but I'm not looking too much into it. Cowboys oh God, and Eagles. I paid, I paid for that prime video. I'm watching it. Hey, I hear that. Uh, Cowboys and Eagles is going to be a fantastic game. Four and one versus five and zero. Oh. Cooper Rush, I think, is still starting, so that's going to be a real great game to watch. And then, um, what is it? Um, Bills versus Chiefs is this week as well, so that's going to be another game to watch. And I'm sure everybody who has a player on either of those teams in their fantasy lineups will be ready for a huge uh, storm of points. But other than that. That's all I got. Uh, I am very interested in this Jaguars-Colts game. See, I was thinking about that one, too, but I <laughs> I feel like the Jags are going to end up being the Colts in that one. Please. I would love that. That would and be then fantastic. One... Colts should have lost last week. I mean, they disappointed us all by winning, but Jaguars will go and embarrass them. So there's my AFC game to watch and my NFC game to watch. The 49ers traveling across country are five-and-a-half-point favorites at Atlanta. Let's hope the Falcons win that one. They need to shut down the 49ers. I am betting the Falcons to cover that for sure. There you go. Underdog, win it. There's my there's my one NFL bet I'm going to do this week. Sign it in. Line, sign sign it. the dot. All right, Caleb. We got any, uh, any parlays to put together here? Um, I think if there's any parlays I'm going to do, I'm going to stick with some easy ones. Patriots versus Browns. Uh, Mac Jones might be back for this one. It's still up in the air, but they got Browns favored by three. So I'd probably throw the Patriots in there. The Jaguars. Ravens over the Giants. They got the Ravens winning by five, but parlay those together. And I think you might have yourself a pretty good week. Okay, I'm going to go with the uh, interim coach bump. Panthers to cover 10.5 with P.J. Walker starting. Fun fact, he's yet to lose a game that he started. Really? P.J. Walker? And right. as professional, going back to 
his Houston Roughneck days. All right. Uh, he has – if he starts a game, they have yet to lose. Uh, that I'll give them room to lose here because all they got to do is cover 10 and a half. So, if you give me the Panthers to cover 10 and a half, give me the Steelers at home to cover eight. I'm with you. Give me the Ravens over the Giants. Mm-hmm. The Jaguars over the Colts. I'll go with the Pats over the Browns, and then I'll do the Falcons over the 49ers. There you go. Let's 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 throw five on it. Might as well. <laughs> I've, I've been getting real lucky with my bets this uh these past couple of days. I actually yeah. just cashed out a thousand dollars today, but I, I can't get money, too money, risque money, with money. it. I've got lucky enough, but maybe I can get even luckier. Hey, you, got, you love the money, that's for sure. Absolutely right. All right. Well, tell them how they can get one of these nice koozies. Uh, if you guys would like a koozie, all you got to do is on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, just give us a five-star uh, rating and review us. Send us a screenshot to at footballinlaws on Twitter, or just if you know us personally, let us know. We'll get y'all hooked up with a nice koozie, whether we meet up with you or we'll mail it to you either way. Yep, sounds good. Y'all have a good weekend. Uh, tighten up. Tighten up, everybody. Take it easy, y'all.